Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Something that has happened the last few rate hikes with the Fed is right after the Fed news, there has been a pretty good sell-off. And I was looking at some charts earlier today, and I was able to chart that if we got news that was not priced in and was not expected or a shock to the market, let's say the Fed is a little more hawkish than I'm anticipating, maybe like in Jackson Hole, I do see a 3 to 5% potential pullback over the next couple of days. That could be coupled with bad news that we get later this week with corporate earnings. But really, tomorrow, the focus is on the rate decision. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's episode of Money Moves. I am your host, Maddie A., my co-host, Mr. Ryan Breedwell. We cover all things stocks, real estate, investing, and personal finance on this particular episode of Millionaire Mindcast to help you on your wealth-building journey. With that being said, if you are new to the show, uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode of Millionaire Mindcast. If you enjoy anything that we talk about, find any value with what we talk about, uh, all we ask, share it with a friend, a family member, somebody that you think can gain some value from it. And most importantly, just take 90 seconds, leave us a review in iTunes. That is how we continue to share and spread this amazing message. And we're just big believers that you grow into the conversations that you are a part of, you grow into the environments that you are a part of. So we like to, at least on this episode, talk all things money. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming into today's show. Appreciate y'all for tuning in for another week. Uh, As always, going to have some updates on the market, where real estate's at, mortgage interest rates, some items that happened in the world this week, among some other things. I'm your co-host, today your host, Ryan Breedwell. Uh, Matt is at an event in Tahoe and is just bogged down with some bad internet, so we couldn't have him here today, Uh, but he'll be here in spirit. Um, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, again, if you haven't taken a chance, taken the chance to subscribe to the show and it's your first time, go ahead and give us a subscribe if you can. That's kind of the best way we can share the show with everybody. Uh, if you're joining us on YouTube, welcome as well. Holy cow. Some just popped up. Sorry about that. If you're joining us on YouTube. Welcome as well. I, um, I'm glad, uh, you get to see my face made for radio. 
Um, main stuff that's going to go on this week that I wanted to talk about, uh, just rolling into the market stuff because that's kind of my gig, is the uh, we kind of have one of the biggest weeks of the year for 2023 rolling in. We have our first Fed rate decision, which should be happening sometime um, sometime tomorrow at, I believe, 2.30 Eastern time. The market in the bond market has priced in a 25 basis point hike at this point. And so that's where I'm still leaning and have been leaning um, since the probably like last November when I started kind of giving these updates on where I thought rate hikes were going to go. Um, One of the things that I think is getting a little bit ahead for investors is nobody can kind of decide if they think it's going to be a hike and a pause, a pause and a pivot a hike and another hike and a pause. And right now it is too choppy kind of of a market to really put a thumb down on where that was going to be. I mentioned about two weeks ago in the prior podcast that I had not felt comfortable enough to say that this was a sustainable rally yet. And I was talking uh, with Tony before the uh, show was starting and we were kind of going over where the resistance and the support levels are currently sitting on the S&P um, both of us were in agreement that we think that somewhere around the 41 to 4150 zone and really closer to that 4150 is probably where the market needs to break out on the S&P 500 for us to enter a technical territory um, to break that resistance. I believe that was the high we saw last month in January. Um, what's, very, what's been very consistent, though, is if we've had... Um, news that was unexpected, which could potentially happen tomorrow, we're generally selling down to the um, support line, which is the low end resistance, and bouncing off of that almost right to par. Uh, Last dip that we had a couple weeks back did that exact same thing. It fell, I believe, to about the 38, 50, 38, somewhere uh, zone and bounced off of that support there. Um, something that has happened the last few rate hikes with the Fed is right after the Fed news, there has been a pretty good sell-off. And I was looking at some charts earlier today, and I was able to chart that if we got news that was not priced in and was not expected or a shock to the market, let's say the Fed is a little more hawkish than I'm anticipating, um, maybe like in Jackson Hole, I do see a 3 to 5% potential pullback over the next couple days. Um, that could be coupled with bad uh, news that we get later this week with corporate earnings. But really, tomorrow, the focus is on the rate decision. Now, not necessarily um, the fact that there's going to be a quarter of a percent hike. That's not really what the focus is. I think most people have found that to be consensus. It's what does uh, Chairman Powell say when he comes out and he has his commentary. I don't know if you all remember back to Jackson Hole, like I mentioned a few moments ago. But the information wasn't so crazy. It was it was definitely um, just a regular rate hike. But we had the um, the comment from Chairman Powell, and he essentially said very. It was seven minutes of him just beating up the market, telling everybody they were going to be higher for longer. They needed to strap in, and that's what kind of pushed us back down. Um, People are hoping and anticipating that we don't roll into things like that. Following that up on Thursday, I believe it's Thursday, um, we have earnings from some of the biggest companies coming out. You have Amazon, Google, Apple. Um, We just had Snap 
report earnings today. Uh, today's the 31st of January. And they gave, they had an earnings per share beat, but they gave very weak guidance going into the uh, back half of the year as far as what they think they can pull for revenue. Flipping that on its head, AMD also reported today, and AMD reported not only a top line beat on earnings per share, but also on estimates moving forward and gave positive guidance. So it's it's really a mixed bag of information right now, and there's not really a ton of people, including myself, that are um, willing to kind of put their thumb on what they think is going to go for sure happen moving forward. What I can tell you is, Uh, the bond market is where I'm really focusing at right now. And it's indicating still that we should have a decent back half of the year if things continue to go as they are um, with earnings as far as companies missing, but missing within a reasonable range, and then beating their top end at least on earnings or giving good to moderately good guidance moving forward. Um, On the earnings side of things, What I think people are looking for and something not to get caught up in is if a stock pops early from good news, the the real meat and potatoes over the next couple of days is going to be on the earnings calls. What people see in the back half of the year and what are not just what is the data saying, what are they going to say moving into the um, next half of the year? I believe last I checked, uh, Snap stock price was down about 15 to 15 and a half percent, mainly because they were not willing to give guidance but just indicated it was going to be weaker uh, than anticipated going into Q2. So something to keep in mind. Um, We also have some of the big names like Pfizer, Merrick uh, reporting as well. I don't, I'm interested to see if the response is going to be similar because ExxonMobil reported um, a beat on earnings and people, including the White House, came out and said that they were kind of upset with um, ExxonMobil for, you know, quote unquote, making a profit off the backs of the American people. That's not a direct quote, but just kind of like what they were saying as a whole. I'll be interested to see if they say the same thing on the uh, vaccine makers, uh, given some of the recent data that's come out, uh, given the fact that the CDC and some other uh, bodies have started to look into some of these issues that are arising for people that were vaccinated. And the fact that The vaccine was developed with taxpayer dollars, primarily in emergency use funding, uh, were authorized under emergency use funding, and then made a profit for these companies. So I'm wondering if people are going to, and the White House is going to feel the same way if these large drug manufacturers, specifically on the vaccines, report these profits and um, give the same spin on it as they did for Exxon. I don't think that that's fair that Exxon gets a bad rap. Um, remember that all companies, whether you like them or not, have a fiduciary obligation to their shareholders to make them a profit. So their goal is to make them a profit no matter what. That's why people invest in those companies. Um, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That's just the way that it works in capitalism. So I'll be interested to see the White House's response to that. The other thing that I wanted to kind of jump back and touch on, and another reason I think tomorrow might be a good day, and I'm kind of fingers crossed on that, is the White House gets the um, inflation data given to them multiple days before it's reported. And they kind of make a game plan of how they're going to react and what they're going to say. A couple of days ago, the White House came out and tweeted and essentially said, and I don't know if this is a direct quote, but we, the economy was on its way to a soft landing. And I'm not saying that I'm in love with the current administration, but I do feel like saying something like that 
in a uh, midterm election year rolling into an election year is a very big statement to be wrong on. Um, so I'm hopeful that we get positive data, like I said, tomorrow, and that sustains the rally into earnings through the end of the week. Uh, last week, what we ended up kind of seeing was a push through, a nice rally through the end of the week uh, with some selling towards uh, the back half of the day on Friday. And then Monday, when the market opened this week, we had some uh, some heavy, heavy selling as well, which was normally profit-taking from the weekend. Nothing to be unexpected or anything that I'm uh, worried about. So that's kind of all the market data that I'm looking at for this week. There's non-farm payrolls coming out. Not super concerned with that. That's the main focus, like I said, is going to be Wednesday. What does the Fed say? I think everybody's convinced that they're going to do the 25 basis point rate hike. And then what does that mean moving forward? And can companies continue to report semi-positive or positive earnings like they have been? That's going to be the catalyst that keeps us moving forward. Flipping over to the real estate side. Sorry to talk so much on the data. Give you such a verbal vomit there. Uh, we saw interest rates really spike down or not spike down, go down to a pretty low level. I'm not sure where that was over the past like 12 months, where we were and where we're at now. But I know that it was a pullback in mortgage interest rates. And so I was talking to one of my lender friends uh, here locally, and he was saying that they've seen a spike in volume in people coming off the sidelines that are ready to buy, but are not necessarily um, investors, but we're kind of just waiting for a better opportunity to get those that interest rate at a better deal. I saw um, he was showing me a program where they have like a 5-9 interest rate with a certain payment. There's still buy-downs, 2-1 and 3-1 buy-downs are very popular products. So there was a very, very, very big pullback in interest rates um, going forward. I didn't, get in, I didn't get a ton of data as far as it goes on um, inventory. I was looking for my inventory data and I didn't get the inventory data that I get from my sources, my estimate would be that inventory either moderately stayed the same or went up slightly month over month, excuse me, week over week. There's just not a lot of pending home sales uh, currently. Mortgage applications did tick up slightly, but I think that has to do with the fact that the uh, interest rates uh, went down a little bit. So nothing really crazy to talk about there. Uh, flipping that onto its head, something to keep in mind on the... Um, we don't talk about it a ton, but just some changes coming to the insurance world. There is some changes to uh, AG49, uh, which is a regulatory um, bill that uh, governed, I believe, universal life insurance policies and how they were structured and shown. The B side to that is supposed to get passed here in the next couple of days. So there'll be some changes um, to the insurance space because of that. Um, a lot of people are using those policies to lend out of and buy their uh, real estate, the um, regulators essentially want them to keep in mind on being fluid and congruent on how they show those illustrations and making sure that it's flu it's it's fair for all the carriers. So that was the the biggest thing that I got out of that update. Nothing crazy. Um, if you haven't taken advantage on the real estate side of getting on our um, real estate deals email, I have a lot of people reaching out to me asking me about. Hey, what's going on with the green coffee company? What's going on with the hotel? Text the word DEALS, D-E-A-L-S, no Z, to 844-447-1555. That'll get you on our deals list. And generally, when we send out that email, it's going to be um, 
the information on the deal and then kind of an investment summary. So you can look at it yourself and then you can reach out to either Matt or the contacts on that email to get more information. If you're looking to take advantage of our financial x-ray, which is where me and my team will go ahead and look at your portfolio, dig through any of your insurance policies, talk to you about kind of what you're looking to do and build you a financial plan, you can text the word x-ray to that same number, 844-447-1555. And me or my team will reach out to you and get, uh, get you on the calendar and get in contact with you to do so. If you're looking to get information on Matt's notes every week, you can text the word notes to 844-447-1555. That's just kind of Matt's little tidbits of what he's got in the week and some items that he thinks are important that he likes to share with everybody. So again, the word notes to 844-447-1555. Excuse me. And last but not least, we are still looking to put together some events uh, for the end of the year. So text the word events to 844-447-1555. Sorry, I'm having a little burps today. Uh, Matt does have a uh, Tahoe event coming up here soon. I'm still looking to get a little bit more information from him on that. But reach out to the events line if you want some information on that as well. Um, next week, what we'll be kind of focusing on is what happened this week and what we think is going to happen moving forward um, after the rate hike. It's really going to set the precedent for the rest of the year, I believe, tomorrow and give us a good indicator of what we can expect as far as investing in the short term and the long term. Uh, keep in mind that the stock market is a forward-looking uh, indicator, meaning it's discounted today for what's going to happen into the future. I uh, appreciate you all for tuning in as always. Sorry, it's not the normal long show like it uh, usually is, but I wanted to get you the data that I thought was important so you could be, um, be uh, successful in your week. Make sure that you like um, comment and subscribe like it says below me. That's the best way that you can get a hold of us. Get some comments, share the um, show with everybody. And um, without further ado, keep investing in yourself, in your wealth, in your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, y'all. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Wealth Building Wednesday. Be sure to tune in next week for more news and updates. If you got some value from today's show, all we ask is that you either leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you enjoy listening to this content on or share this with somebody that you know can gain some insight, some value from it. One of the things that you guys know about Ryan and I is, you know, we definitely won't say we have all the answers and we definitely won't say we know it all. We just want to bring conversation to the areas, the topics that we believe are really important to bring attention and awareness to, to help you sharpen your ax, put more tools on your tool belt, weaponize you to make the best decisions that align not only with your financial goals, right, but your lifestyle goals. So if you guys want to take advantage of Ryan's free financial x-ray on your investment portfolio, all you have to do is text the word x-ray to 844-447-1555. Most people have no idea what they're being charged from a fee perspective or really in most cases overcharged and whether or not their current investment plan is actually aligned with what they're trying to accomplish and by when. And this is something Ryan does for all of our listeners for free. So be sure to take them up on that X-ray, one word, 844-447-1555. Also, if you are someone who is serious about building your wealth and you're already kind of established, but you want to surround yourself with other like-minded, high net worth individuals, be sure to text WEALTHCAMP, one word, to 844-447-1555 to learn more about our intimate five-star experiences with other like-minded business owners and investors to cross-pollinate, to hear what they're doing, and to have a whole, a whole hell of a lot of fun while we're doing it. And last, if you want to know more about consulting or getting mentorship directly from me 
or from Ryan, you can learn more by texting the word mentor to 844-447-1555. With that being said, that's all for this week. Until next, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends. Cheers.